Hello, Facebook. How we doing? I am really excited for this live training on 10 sneaky signs of an unhealthy relationship with food. And I'm really excited about this because I feel like there are two different people who message me and who come to me for support. There's that one person who is very, very well aware that they have a bad relationship with food. They hands down know that they use food for every single emotion, whether they're happy, sad, bored. They know that they use food as a crutch. They know that they feel controlled by food. They know that they feel guilty after eating certain foods. They know that they've been yo-yo dieting for their entire life. They're very well aware of that. And then I also find that some people come to me who don't think it's a relationship with food issue that they have. They think that they can't stick to their diet because they just don't have enough motivation. They're not dedicated enough. They don't have enough willpower. And they think that something's wrong with them because they can stick with a diet for a short period of time, but then they always tend to self-sabotage and they always feel like they can never stay consistent and they have to restart their diet again on Monday. So I had actually one client who joined the Ditch Decade Diets Academy and she was somebody who struggled with nighttime eating. And again, she just thought that she just didn't have enough motivation at the end of the day. And once she joined the academy and she went through all the modules, she was realizing that she actually didn't have a motivation issue. She had a relationship with food issue. And what she was doing with food wasn't normal. She thought it was normal to stress out about eating a bagel. She thought it was normal to be so precise and have all of these food rules, right? Because diet culture is everywhere, right? So it doesn't matter where you're at, if you're well aware that you have a bad relationship with food, or maybe you're not sure if you have a bad relationship with food, this is going to support you um, in sharing about 10 sneaky signs of an unhealthy relationship with food that maybe you're well aware of. And this is just a reiteration that you need to get some support and improve your relationship with food. And this is also really good for people who might not know they have a bad relationship with food to really give you insight into potentially why you're not able to stick, stay consistent with your diet, okay? So the first sign of an unhealthy relationship with food is guilt, okay? This doesn't have to be with chocolate 
or cookies or any of the quote-unquote junk food. This can just be guilt in general. Guilt for eating the egg yolk instead of just having egg whites. Guilt for eating a sweet potato. Guilt for eating fruit. There could be healthy foods that you find yourself stressing over and feeling guilty. Maybe in your past you've, you've followed certain diets that had these rules that you can't eat fruit, you can't eat egg yolks, you can't eat this, you can't eat that, and that has created you to believe that you should be feeling guilty about these foods. I know for myself, uh, I had many coaches that told me, fruit has too much sugar, you know, you can't eat too many carbs, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And that created this belief that I should be guilty after eating a bowl of blueberries or I should feel guilty after eating a few grapes, okay? So if you're experiencing guilt with food, that is a sign that there is an unhealthy relationship with food there because you should never, ever feel guilty after eating food. In general, it doesn't matter what the food is, you should never feel guilty. Whether you're going out for dinner or you you ate something for breakfast, or whatever the case may be, you should never feel guilt around food, okay? Number two is you've created a rule for yourself to not snack after dinner, okay? So this is unhealthy in the sense that you're creating food rules, right? Anytime I see somebody, I would say 90% of the time when I see somebody who's struggling with nighttime eating, they have automatically created this rule of I can't eat past 7 p.m. or I can't eat after dinner. And that's unhealthy because you're trying to control what you're doing with food. And here's the thing. The more you try to control your food, the more out of control you feel. And anytime we have these food rules um, and this this you know, these rules of, you know, I can't eat snacks after dinner, or I can't eat past a certain time, that creates a lot of pressure inside of us to not mess it up. And what ends up happening is it feels too much pressure, and we end up self-sabotaging. Okay, so people who have a normal relationship with food, don't tell themselves they can't eat past 7pm. They don't tell themselves you got to eat three meals a day, you got to eat four snacks a day, they just simply eat like a normal person. Okay, Number three, the third sign of an unhealthy relationship with food, and this is in no particular order, um, but this is over-exercising. So I know not everybody struggles with this, but this could definitely be a sign. This was something that I struggled with. If I ate too many carbs or I had too many calories, I would find myself in the gym walking on the treadmill for like an hour um, or I would, you know, do an extra workout. I would try to make up for the calories that I lost. And like I said, not everybody struggles with this, but if you find yourself over-exercising or going for a, um, a walk or a run and doing a workout because you ate too much and you know you're tired, but you're forcing yourself to get in that workout anyways because you have this fear that you're going to gain weight if you miss a workout, that is not healthy at all, okay? Um, next one is eating less to make up for what you ate the day before. So maybe you had a binge episode, maybe you completely ate too much intentionally, like maybe you, you, you were fully aware that you ate too much, or maybe you were at a birthday party, or maybe you were out to dinner and you ate more than you normally do on a day-to-day -day basis. The next day, if you're trying to eat less, 
or you're you're trying to compensate and maybe you take out your carbs because you ate too many carbs the day before, that is unhealthy, right? Like I said, people who have a normal balanced relationship with food don't control like crazy, right? They don't have these crazy food rules. Like I gotta not eat carbs today or I gotta eat less today because I ate too much yesterday. And I wanna say, Yes, it is important if maybe you maybe you overate yesterday and today maybe you're not really that hungry. Of course, you want to honor your body in that sense. But if you're doing it purposely for the sole purpose of eating less calories or trying to drop the weight, that is unhealthy. Okay. The next one is bringing your own food. And these were all things that you guys that I did. Okay, I'm gonna be straight up and honest. This is what I did for so long. I still remember bringing my own food to a wedding. I remember going to a wedding. This was probably like seven or eight years ago. I don't go to many weddings, but I went to this wedding and I brought my own food. And you guys, I felt so crazy. I felt so silly, but I was so adamant with sticking to my diet and eating clean because I don't know what they're going to eat at the wedding. There's probably going to be all of this sauce, all of these calories. And I was so scared to eat those foods that I would just bring my own food. And it wasn't just at weddings. If I went to a friend's house, I would either eat before or I would eat after or I would bring my own food. And Yes, there is um, some benefit, of course, to that. If, you know, you have food allergies or, you know, you prefer home-cooked meals and eating out. And truthfully, I prefer home-cooked meals over going out most of the time. But again, it's the intention behind it. If your intention is to bring your own food because you're fearing the food that other people make, you're stressing out about calories, it's giving you anxiety, that is not healthy, okay? And that could be a sign that you have an unhealthy relationship with food. The next one is that you are overly planning your food and your meal. So again, I'm going to go back to an example from, from what I used to struggle with. So I used to track my calories in my fitness pal. And I remember meal prepping and laying out all of my meals so perfectly. So my macros were like so perfect. I would plan my meals to a T and I wouldn't allow myself to eat anything other than the meals that I've prepped. And meal prepping isn't a bad thing. Okay, but it is when you feel like you can't eat anything else and you're overly planning, you're planning what you're eating like a week in advance and you're stressing out about it and you're just so meticulous about what you're eating, that is unhealthy, okay? And that's different from meal prepping. I encourage meal prepping because, of course, you're going to be able to save time. Maybe you're really busy during the week. It's going to save you time. And, of course, we tend to eat better when we have healthier foods prep. When we have food prepped in the house, we're going to choose that most likely. But when you're so meticulous, you don't even want that food anymore. I remember feeling so bad because I would spend so much time cooking, grocery shopping, meal prepping, planning my meals, and then I wouldn't feel like those meals. And then I would say, screw it. And I would binge. And then I would feel even more guilty because not only did I binge and have so many calories, but I feel guilty because I'm wasting all of this food and I spent so much time prepping those meals, prepping those food, and I felt really bad for not eating those foods. Um, so that's another sign. 
The other one is ignoring your hunger. And I see this so often, and I know this was a struggle of mine as well too. So this is, if you know you're hungry, maybe it is you just had lunch and you're still hungry and you tell yourself, I shouldn't be eating, I just ate lunch, I shouldn't be getting seconds, yada, 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 that is not healthy. Your body is telling you something. Your body is sending you a signal that it needs more food, right? And if you're somebody who tracks calories or tracks macros, or even if you don't and you're eating intuitively, but it's maybe late at night and you, again, going back to that rule that you can't eat past a certain time, um, and you're hungry, and you're dismissing your hunger, that is unhealthy. I can't tell you how many times I've did this, whether I was tracking calories or even when I was eating intuitively, where I wouldn't have enough macros for the day, or I would just be hungry after dinner, and I would tell myself, oh, just drink water, like just ignore it, like you're going to be fine, blah, 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 and that is not healthy at all, okay? So if you're ignoring your hunger, you're hungry, and you're not allowing yourself to eat that's a poor relationship with food, okay? Next is you are obsessing over macros and calories. And I know this kind of ties into everything that I'm talking about, but if you're overly obsessing about the calories, what are the macros in here? How many calories does this food item have? If you're going out to dinner and you're spending so much time on my fitness pal, worrying about what you're gonna eat, worrying about your next meal, stressing over the calories, that's not healthy, you guys. Food shouldn't be the first and the last thing and the main thing on your mind, right? Food is important. Yes, we need to eat it multiple times per day. But if that's all you're thinking about, if that is the main thing that is on your mind as soon as you wake up and before you go to bed and you're obsessing over calories when you're going out to dinner and you can't even focus on being present with your loved one because you're just too focused on the calories, Again, that's a sign of an unhealthy relationship with food. Um, two more. So number nine is fearing your cravings, okay? And the reason why I'm speeding up is I'm supposed to be on a call right now. Um, so I'm just like going through these really, really quick. But um, fearing your cravings. So if you experience a craving and you're like, oh, I shouldn't be having cravings or this is bad. And you think that craving chocolate is a bad thing. Craving ice cream is a bad thing. If you are fearing your cravings, that is not healthy. We all have cravings. I've had a really good relationship with food for a few years now. And I still have cravings. I still crave chocolate. I freaking love chocolate. And I don't fear it anymore. It's not like this all-consuming thing. But if you are scared of the, you know, maybe having this craving and then spiraling out of control, that of course is unhealthy. And we don't want to fear our cravings, you guys. Cravings are just a signal from the body. And oftentimes when you actually honor your cravings, you listen to your body. If you're craving chocolate and you allow yourself a piece of chocolate, when you have that good relationship with food, you can have a piece of chocolate and simply move on. When you have an unhealthy relationship with food, you'll have a bite of chocolate and then you'll have the screw-up mentality, the all-or-nothing mentality. And as soon as you have a bite of something sweet, it's going to feel like you can't stop. And you're going to end up binging, most likely, on way more than just a small piece of chocolate. You're probably going to have the entire bar. So that is what happens when you 
fear your cravings and you try to push your cravings away, it always comes back stronger, right? Just think about any emotion, right? If you're feeling upset at a partner and you're like trying to hold it in, you're like, it's okay, like just don't get mad, just hold it in, hold it in. You can only hold that emotion in for so long before you blow up on your poor partner and your partner's like, what the heck? Like, where did this come from? That's the same thing that goes with your cravings. You push it down, you try not to give in, you try not to give in, you rely on motivation and eventually the craving becomes too strong that you give in and you overeat and you feel like garbage, okay? The last sign of an unhealthy relationship with food is thinking about food all the time. And I know I mentioned this, but again, if you're thinking about food literally all the time, like you are, you know, you're invited to a friend's birthday and you're in it's at night and you're already thinking about like, what am I supposed to eat for dinner? What should I have for lunch? How should I eat during the day? Because at night I'm going out at my friend's house and they're going to have food there. Or you went out to dinner and you're thinking about, you know, all the calories you're consuming. If you are thinking about food all the time, that is not normal. That is not normal. Like I said, yes, we do need to eat every single day and you're going to be thinking about food. Heck, I need to think about food because number one, I need to eat. And number two, I like to cook and prep and you got to go grocery shopping and all of those things. But there is a difference between thinking about food and deciding what to make for your family, what to eat for dinner. And there's another thing about overly obsessing about it and having it be the main thing on your mind, right? There are more important things to think about you guys than food, right? Like there are way more important things to focus on. And when you're thinking about food all the time, like I said, you can't be present there is no way you can actually be focused and be productive. I, when I first started my business, like this was many, many years ago, or even when I was working at the gym, uh, this was like five years ago, I, I was like physically there with people, but I was mentally thinking about what I just ate or mentally thinking about what I was going to binge on. Like I would plan, pre-plan this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and it's like, you're, you're there with that person having that conversation, but you're not actually there. And people can feel that. People can feel that energetically when you're physically there, but you're mentally thinking about something else, aka food. So that's going to wrap things up. Those are the 10 signs of an unhealthy relationship with food. And like I said, maybe you're very clear that you have all these things. Like you think about food all the time, you're obsessing over calories, you fear your cravings, you are over-exercising, you have guilt around food, you create these food rules for yourself. Maybe you're very well aware of that. And maybe after this, you're like, oh shoot, like I actually do these things and I just thought it was normal. I just thought this was what everybody did. That used to be me. I used to think that all of these things were normal. I used to think that you should fear your cravings because cravings are bad. I thought you should obviously have food rules. Like how the heck are you supposed to get to your goals if you don't have food rules? I thought you were supposed to overexercise to make up for if you ate too much carbs or if you missed a workout, you should feel bad. I thought this was normal, but it's not normal. It's very common. There's a difference between things that are common and things that are normal. And like I was telling you about at the beginning with that client that came into me who was struggling with nighttime eating, she thought that that was just normal. Like, doesn't everybody just snack late at night? 
And yes, it's very common, but it's not a normal thing to feel out of control with food every single night where you feel like garbage the next day. So just absorb this. If you re-listen to this, maybe a few times, um, and if, of course, you are struggling with any of these things, um, let me know. As always, check, if you're listening to the podcast, check these show notes down below. Um, I do have my self-paced six-week food freedom and body love journey that will help you to improve your relationship with food and overcome all of these things that I've talked about today, releasing the food guilt, um, eating without restriction, being able to honor your hunger cues, being able to stop eating when you're naturally full, stop thinking about food all the time, how to actually uh, manage your cravings so that you don't fear them, um, and how to be able to just enjoy food without spiraling out of control. So if you are interested in that, you can go to sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash FFBL and you can join the course as soon as possible. It's completely self-paced. It says six weeks, but you have the course for a lifetime. So you can go through it at your own time and be on your journey of having that good relationship with food so that you don't need to restart your diet on Monday, so that you don't need to feel guilty with food and you can just enjoy a beautiful life where food is not the first and last thing on your mind. So again, that is sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash FFBL. All right, you guys, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys found this super, super insightful and helpful. Um, You can always drop a comment if you're watching on Instagram or Facebook, which sign is most dominant for you. So which which one, which sign that I mentioned is a, a, a main struggle for you, whether it's guilt with food, whether it's um, fearing your cravings or thinking about food all the time, you can always drop that down below if you feel comfortable. So that is all for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for watching and I will see you guys later. Bye you guys.